Hi there. Welcome into a, a bonus edition of my show for the week. Last night on Facebook, there was a non sequitur given out that happens from time to time for people who don't like Christians and Christianity. They throw out the trope, a really lazy trope, that the Bible endorses slavery. This is a thing people hear on a YouTube video. They read it one time. They read it in one magazine. They already have a predisposition towards not liking Christians. They like being able to say an anti-Christian thing. So uh, I thought it would be worth 10 minutes here just to work through that claim because it's not a hard one to debunk. Just to have you equipped for those listening, you're listening from a Christian perspective and you hear that and go, huh, I wonder, uh, I wonder where that comes from, the whole the Bible endorses slavery thing. No, it doesn't. It's fairly easy to, to debunk, and so let's let's dive in here so that you know how to debunk it. First, let's, let's first uh, admit the question is dishonest. One of my favorite Thomas Jefferson quotes is uh, that uh, if there be a God, he must prefer uh, he must prefer honest questions over blindfolded fear. I think that's totally totally true. Uh, that and even if you don't think it's true theologically, it is a good principle of. Uh, of theological debate that a lot of people don't actually have any honest questions. The question isn't honest. No one's actually curious when they bring up slavery. People aren't actually curious when they bring up stuff from the Old Testament. They're not asking an honest question. They're making an accusation. And it's important to recognize that. But a lot of people that bring it up, they don't care to know. They're not actually looking for an answer. You can't convince them. And so if you don't want to cast your pearls, as as Jesus would say, don't cast your pearls. You don't have any uh, you don't have any requirement to get involved in those uh, those divisions and debates, especially with someone who's not doing it honestly. They have no interest in actual discussion and learning. This is a, a thing, again, people do. Uh, people outside of the faith seem to think they're experts on the faith. Like, they, they're the ones. Like they're, the, they're the Bible scholars. They don't follow it. They don't read it. Uh, but they're the ones that we should listen to about what our actual book says, what our actual faith says. So first, most people aren't even asking an honest question. When they're not asking honestly, you have no requirement to engage with that tomfoolery and immaturity. So that's one. Two, got to get that word straight. Understand what the word slavery means. It's had several different iterations over human history. It's a really universally human experience. Every ethnic group all across the geography of the planet and throughout time has had some some sort of forced labor. In the American context, we immediately think of this the greatest the greatest American sin. We think of the African slave trade. We think of the race-based, racially based ownership and forced label of an entire ethnic group. But that's not the majority of slavery over history. Um, there's there's definitely been some race-based slavery. I would even say in the Bible there's race-based slavery. Uh, that primarily comes out of the fact that most slavery, especially in the Old Testament, comes from one kingdom, one one nation conquering another nation and then taking that nation or at least some select people from that nation into slavery. And because that's often nations are going to be of different ethnic groups, it's a byproduct. But it wasn't the reason for the slavery. That was more subjugation and power. Uh, so majority of slavery over time has not been racial. And so when we discuss it in an American context, we got to get that straight first, uh, that we're not when we're talking about slavery, especially in the Bible, we're not talking about the African slave trade uh, that, that we all grew up understanding and knowing about. Moreover, on that term, this, this slavery thing, the slavery term, certainly has meant per, uh, human ownership. It's meant forced labor. Uh, but you can even get a little uh, 
peek at this if you watch Gladiator with Russell Crowe. Uh, in the Roman world, there's other types of slavery uh, where you can you can enslave yourself. If you're in a dire situation, you can there's a system in place to go to a rich person and for a, a temporary period of time, so it's not a permanent uh, not a permanent institution. You know, the, like the American slavery that was permanent. You're you're a slave forever. Uh, but some of the Roman world slavery was for a time. This person's going to pay your room and board uh, so that you can get on on your feet and you're going to work for them uh, and you're you're not free to go for some period of time. There was also slavery for indebtedness. That's a part of the history of slavery. If you, I don't even want to call that slavery. I wish we could come up with a different word for it. Uh, where you're a slave to the person to whom you are indebted, and that person even again pays for your room and board, your meals, your housing until you've worked off the debt of the meals and housing and the debt that you previously owed them. So. We have our minds, we have our context of the African slave trade. And so a lot of folks who are lazy on the secular uh, on the secular side, what they are doing when they say the Bible endorses slavery, what they're trying to say is the Bible endorses the African slave trade from you know the 1700s. There's no biblical evidence of that. And I would also demand that, that secularist prove it. Go ahead. Since you're, the, since you're the, the expert on my faith, go ahead. Show it to me. So get those. Uh, so first, understand the question is often not honest. Number two, get that term straight. What we're talking about when we say slavery in the Old Testament and uh, the New Testament. And then three, a good way to say this is not everything in the Bible is a command. The Bible has a lot of history in it. You can check out its history. You can go to Acts and see how Luke says certain people were ruling certain parts of the Roman Empire at certain times. You can go check your Western Civ book from freshman year of college and find, oh, look at that. Luke was right. Acts is right. You can find all kinds of correlation in the Bible and other history books about what people, groups were where. Not everything in the Bible is a command. A lot of things in the Bible just told you some stuff happened. Even the people that you perceive as the main character of the Bible, it's the protagonist of the Bible, and if you're seeing anyone but Jesus as the protagonist of the Bible, you're not reading it right. The, the Even when they do some things, it doesn't mean you should do them. Just because you see Abraham or Moses or Peter or, if you can fill in the blanks with other people, David do some things, that doesn't mean you should go do those things. One of the cute ways, we've said it in theology, is not everything in the Bible is prescriptive. Things in the Bible are often descriptive. It's not telling you what to do. It's telling you some stuff that happened. And so the, fu- the fact that slavery is focused on or it's, it's, has, it's featured, it has some, there's some r- reports of slavery in the Bible, that's not the Bible endorsing slavery. It's telling you a thing happened. It tells, it's telling you that slavery took place at a certain time. Final thing on this. The literal opposite is true in the theology. It's not just that the Bible does not endorse slavery. It actually provides the theology against slavery. From page one of the Bible, what we have is the ethic of humanity. Is Humanity is different than the birds of the air and the fish of the sea and different from the, the, the creatures on the earth because mankind is made in the image of God. We are his image bearers on the planet. And so because of the human dignity that comes with being made in the image of God, you should not be enslaved. It is the theology of being made in the image of God that powered the William Wilberforce throughout Britain to end the slave trade there. It was a huge chunk of the anti, anti-slavery movement here that these people, all people, are made in the image of God and so there should be no slavery. I would challenge the secularist, why on earth do you think there shouldn't be slavery? What ethic are, is undergirding your desire that there is no slavery? I know why my ethic is. My ethic of no slavery is because that person who's enslaved is made in the image of God. You shouldn't enslave him. 
for you to find a problem with slavery, you're stealing from my worldview. You are jacking my worldview, my biblical worldview, to say that you don't like slavery. You have no reason, no coherent reason to say you don't like slavery that can't can't be beaten up on with just a, uh, a, a, a continual asking of the question, why? Why on earth, objectively, is slavery bad? when you don't have a Christian worldview. So the the Bible actually is the place that provides the proactive ethic as to why we should destroy all the slave trade that is now. We have more slaves now than we did 200 years ago. It just happens in other parts of the world. And so, look, if I can sum that up, I've been recording this in my car on the way to work and see if I can sum up my points. One, most people asking that question, they're not honest. They're just making an accusation. They don't like Christians. They heard it on a YouTube thing one time and they think it's a, they think it's a verbal acts they can throw into a Christian's head. And if you are a Christian who is troubled by the slavery thing, don't be troubled. They're not asking honestly. And when, But when folks do ask honestly, the one time that's going to happen over the next thousand years, you can have some of these answers. That Let's get what slavery means. you got to get out of your American context. What's the slavery in the Bible is not the slavery of the 1600s, 1700s, slave trade over the Atlantic. And then not everything in the Bible is telling you what to do. A lot of things in the Bible are just telling you some stuff happened. And what was that? And the Bible's the actual the actual book that gives us the ethic against the slave trade. I think I messed up there and forgot one of my points in summation. Nevertheless, that's why the Bible doesn't endorse slavery. If you want more content like that, you can find it. You can find it wherever you're listening to this podcast once a week on the Corey Truax Show. You can also find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or Snapchat. And if you are so inclined, you can find me at Corey Truax, by the way, on those four places. And if you are so inclined, click like and share. Like and share on this post wherever you find it. Review the podcast to help others find it as well. Thanks for listening to everybody. Peace and love.